We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Wednesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio this uh, morning. We will talk uh, a little more Louisville. We will not really look ahead to Austin P, but we'll talk a little Louisville a few days after the Rebels and the Cardinals in Atlanta. Ole Miss winning 43-24. Ole Miss at number 20 in the Associated Press Top 25 at number 20 in the coaches poll as well. I would assume the first time they've been ranked since 2016, even though I haven't seen that anywhere in uh, in print. I would think so. But that would uh, that would make sense in my head. So we'll talk about that and much more uh, at rebelgrove.com. My 321 content item is up. This morning, we'll look at a lot of different aspects of Ole Miss and Louisville, what that might mean. Neil has a mailbag coming and a uh, and our exclusive interview with Chance Campbell. It's up. It is uh, It is up at rebelgrove.com as well in uh, in video form. So go uh, go watch that. We would appreciate that. It's right here on this YouTube channel. Well, watch it after you get done with us. Stay with us, then watch Chance Campbell. And if you haven't subscribed, I, I assume most of you guys, because you're our faithful followers every morning have but if you have not we don't ask this very often but hit the like button i would appreciate that and also subscribe we're trying to get to four thousand today would be great only about 30 shy so if you have not subscribed to our channel please it's do that. free hit the bell and much more it's free podcast brought to you by the oxford exxon highway six west in oxford remember to use the self checkout go in don't worry about what the lines are with it with the uh, the person checking you out take care of yourself there with the oxford exxon you can also download the speed pass plus app you can earn points, save money. There with all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi, the lunch specials five sixty nine, two sides bread, thirty two ounce drink every single weekday here at the Oxford Exxon. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, six six two two five seven nineteen hundreds. That number, call it. Ask for uh, Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within fifteen minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. <clears throat> There's no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around, or uh, you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do. Let's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest will join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. be a great place this week to um, hang out, 
watch some college football. I know Ole Miss plays at 6.30. Their game's on throughout the day. Not everyone's going to be in the Grove. Some people are going to want to respite from the Grove. It's going to be warm. I think I haven't looked at the forecast. I don't know. I'm going to be in Tupelo most of the day for soccer, so beats me. Um, but anyway, go to uh, Rafters, enjoy their burgers, po'boys, appetizers, uh, great beer selection, full bar, the whole deal. They also have uh, Rafters on the Water at Sardis and Rafters New Albany as well. So, uh, again, we'll look back. By the way, it's a little, it's almost a little fallish this morning. There is a slight chill, a little Christmas in the air here in the, uh, the Oxford area. I think we got like a week of it before we get back to uh, the blazing sun and everything else being summer for a little while longer. But it was, uh, it was, it was downright fall this morning when I, when I got up, came out. Um, so anyway, just, if you're not here, I'll let you know that you're kind of missing out this morning. It's pretty, uh, pretty good weather. So, um, look back at Louisville again, a lot of content, rebelgrove.com. Go see all that. See, uh, anything that you've missed, some videos, a lot of written content, our, uh, our post game show, which went around two hours, something like that. Um, Brian Rippey's podcast is up in our in our uh, in our feed as well as on the site too. It is uh, about two hours of Ole Miss review with Louisville with uh, Welton Rodenberg, who uh, used to be recruiting assistant on the staff. So uh, a lot of stuff there as well here in the uh, MPW Digital Universe for you with RebelGrove.com. I was when, when I was writing last night, and I guess ended this morning a little bit too. The thing we don't know, because we talk about week one overreactions all the time, we talk about what does something actually mean, what does this look like, what does this look like, and the biggest question mark for me is we knew they weren't going to be world beaters, and we knew they weren't going to just completely and utterly suck, but how good is Louisville really is the question as we kind of move forward, and we don't have an answer yet. They go 4-7 and seven last year, 3-7 and seven against the ACC, but I, I give them a little bit of a break on that Frankenstein of a season. C.J. Avery, Avery was very impressive Monday night on defense. Malik Cunningham is a hell of a gamer. I mean, he's going to win some games in the ACC just with his feet and his arm and kind of his will, if you will. But I don't know how they are. I'm assuming they're a 6-7 win team. Um, that's probably what I would think. And if that's the case, it's probably a decent sign for Ole Miss. You, you just When you're trying to figure out what Ole Miss did well, what they didn't do well, they don't need Louisville to be god awful because that will kind of mess with our, tra- our, our 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 explanation a little bit. Yeah, it, it's it's one game, and they played it well. They they won convincingly. They were up what was it twenty six to nothing at the half. That's correct. Yes, you know I mean it was a dominant performance. Final scores can be misleading. That game was never in doubt. Louisville's Louisville's probably not going to finish in the top three in the ACC. Um, Ole Miss has things to work on. They know it, and they know they have time to work on it. I've been saying this for a while, at the risk of ruining all the drama. I've since I looked at the schedule. You feel like half the year is pegged. For me, the season starts with the LSU game. Everything between now and then is getting ready for that run. The difference between hey, it was a pretty good year, or wow, that was a phenomenal year, or that's kind of disappointing. To me, it starts the LSU week. You get LSU, you get Auburn, you still have Texas A&M, you still have Mississippi State, Liberty, whatever. All that. I think these next few weeks, they're, they're going to beat Austin P. Tulane's going to be a challenge, but I think Ole Miss is going to beat Tulane. Sure, yeah, yeah. I don't think Ole Miss is going to beat Alabama. What I saw from Alabama, I don't think anybody's going to beat Alabama. I mean, if you're an AP voter and you even considered anything different at number one, I question your sanity. Sure. Um, 
And then I think Ole Miss is going to beat Arkansas and Tennessee. And having seen those teams, I firmly believe that. In fact, of the games remaining before LSU, I think Tulane's the toughest. Speaking of, there were four teams, four people that did not put Alabama number one. Georgia got four first-place votes um, this week in the top 25. And, and I, I, I get it, but... On the other hand, here's my bigger issues, is two people ranked Georgia fourth. No, I don't see There that. was nothing about Georgia that was fourth over the course of the weekend at and all. Those uh, were, I'm guessing, Big Ten kind of people that are, by God, not going to do it. Put two SEC teams in the top four. Yeah. Put two SEC teams in the top two. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well. Because yeah. that's where they belong. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Grant, yeah, this Louisville team was better than that Texas Tech team that Ole Miss beat a few years ago. That Texas Tech team lost their quarterback in the first quarter, maybe even their backup. They were god awful at the quarterback position under Kingsbury that year. That yeah. th- that was that was a smoke and mirrors because of how inept Texas Tech was on offense at, at that moment. Um, yeah, and the difference was if you watched that Ole Miss team closely that day, you knew that. Mm, they're okay. You kind of knew that. You, there were some. There were some. They had a good quarterback and a good running back, and that beat a fairly bad team that day. Because that was our first glimpse of Scotty Phillips, who turned out to be a pretty damn good running. He back. He did turn out to be a good back. They lost Jalen Jones in that game. That turned out to be a really big deal. Yeah. Um. But nobody ever. I didn't. I remember walking out of that stadium in Houston, and having two thoughts. One, my God, it's always so freaking hot here. And then number two. Um, this is an average team. There was no point in that game that I thought, boy, Ole Miss, they got a shot. Watching Monday night, I thought, this team's got a shot. I mean, you know, there's now there's work to be done, and we'll sure. talk about it. That, I think they got to get better up front run blocking. Yeah. Um, I think they've got to establish more of an identity in that regard. They Look, they've got guys who've done it well. They've got to get better blocking on the edge. I thought the receivers did a poor job blocking on Monday yeah. night. They did not do a very good job sealing out on the edge on Monday. Defensively, this team is potentially worlds better than that one. Mm-hmm. And nothing against Jordan, who Jordan Tamu, who I like a lot as a person. One of those, really, one of the handful of people that I've covered in thirteen years here that I might even actually call a friend. Yeah, good to. Um, Matt Matt's potential as a quarterback is just far greater than Jordan. Yeah, I mean, just far exceeds Jordan's, and Jordan has gone a lot further as a quarterback than most quarterbacks go. But Matt's got a, a skill set that Jordan would kill for. So the ceiling for this team is, I mean, it's just not even comparable. This year's team would beat that team. 2021 Ole Miss would beat 2017 Ole Miss soundly. Yeah. You know. Um, they would score and score. And, and score, score and score and score. score. They, would, they, would, they would beat them soundly. It would be, it would look, they would have a very hard time guarding AJ and DK, which everybody did anyway. Frankly, it would look a lot like Monday. Oh. Fair. Otherwise, takeaways, it, it went kind of as script, which is what's made for a little bit of difficulty talking about it as we move forward because there wasn't a lot that surprised me based off what we sort of thought we would see. I Ooh. mean, that, that's the thing. I, I, I mean, I, I, I was a little bit surprised. They were better defensively than I thought they would well, be. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They schematically, I thought their scheme made more sense. You could, and Lane talked about it later. I actually wrote about it. And looking back, I think 
those of us that were writing, that were really watching the practice that first week that started writing about what is this three, two, six. I remember writing down three, two, six. Yeah. And people on the board, like they're not doing that. I'm like, okay, well I'm out here watching it and they are, um, the six DBs bringing a couple of DBs up as safeties, but dropping them into coverage, being able to contain mm-hmm. mobile quarterbacks. That's become a, a thing. You know, you use the quarterback as a runner and that changes the calculus. It's no longer 11 on 10. It's 11 on 11. Um, they have all these DBs. They recruited all these DBs. You could see where this was, this was, this was a long play. And so that they used that more than I thought they would. Um. They're, they're, no, they're better. I thought they would be better on defense. They're better than I thought they would be. Now, there's still plenty of stuff to work on, and I am concerned about defensive line. Quentin Bivens was better than I thought he would yeah, be. He was good. He was really good. Um, I thought uh, um, 33 names escaped me right now. I'm sorry. Defensive end. Cedric Johnson. Yeah. I thought Cedric was, was better at this point than I thought he would be. You could see that there's a jump's been made. Sam had Sam Williams had his moments. He did what Sam does. He has flashes. It was not completely yeah. consistent. Um I do think this, this is gonna sound kind of homerish. I do think if Mark Robinson and Lakia Henry don't go down. Yeah. Not go down, get targeted, thrown out. Yeah. Yeah, there was scrambling once they left the game. I think if that doesn't happen, I think the final score is Different. Decidingly different, yeah. Yeah, a lot different. I mean, I do. I I thought they ended up having to play. You had the snap counts up. I don't know if it's in your thing. Um, yeah, I'll post all the snap counts when we get done this afternoon. But Chance Campbell played 73 snaps. It's a lot of snaps. Uh, Ashanti Sistrunk played more snaps than probably they planned for him to play. Yeah, um, you know, they, they didn't have – they didn't get to do some of the rotation. Momo Sonogo played more snaps than they intended for him Which to play. Which that was because of the yeah. situation. Um, I, I think they would have been significantly better. So I think if you're if you're looking at them, you have to be pretty excited about what you see in the back eight, if you will, defensively. And then if Bivens can play like that and give them some time to bring these other guys along. Because mm-hmm. I thought Iton had a moment here and there. Um, if, if you bring – Bring that along defensively by the time they if, – if I'm right about the next five games on the schedule, by the time they get to LSU and Auburn, they ought to have developed a little depth and they have a shot. Yeah, 68 snaps for uh, for Chance Campbell. Let's see, I had it up a second ago, the guys you mentioned. Um, I mean, for a true freshman, you know, for a freshman in his first game, Tysheem Johnson, 49 snaps on, uh, on, on Monday. Uh, you knew he'd play a lot because they've raved about yeah, they, him. Yeah. They haven't even tried to hide it. Uh Sistrunk played 44, um, Springer 63, Finley 70, Otis Reese 76, Jalen Jones 77 to lead. 81 snaps total for Louisville, by the way. Kind of curious there. Isaiah Iton played uh, a few, 21 snaps, and I do not have a snap on Jamon Gordon in the game. So um, I didn't see Gordon play. Yeah, so he probably didn't. I mean, I'm yeah. not even saying they're wrong necessarily. Right. The funny thing you mentioned, though, not funny, the interesting thing is they lined up in that 3-2-6 Pretty exclusively. I mean, there was a few four-man fronts, and they would kind of roll to a four-man front some out of that three-two-six once once the ball was snapped. But I wrote about this this morning, and you can see the full chart at, at rebelgrove.com and, and the content item. But how they took the same guys, and there's enough flexibility and versatility amongst those players to put them in different positions based off what they need to do. Like Otis Reese is a good example here. 
Otis Reese played 16 snaps at defensive line, 36 snaps in the box, five snaps at free safety, 15 snaps in the slot, and four snaps at corner on Monday night. He's an incredibly versatile player, but him playing so close to the to the to the line of scrimmage for the majority of the game yeah. tells me two things. They love his athleticism, and two, they like some of the other guys back there. Mm-hmm. They go, hey, those guys can play. Probably also means they were down a linebacker or two. It it does. <laughs> but it frees – well, you know they were. I yeah, mean, sure. I mean, they were down two linebackers that were two of their top four linebackers. I mean, Tashim Johnson, is, you know, again, first first game, five defensive line, 13 box, one free safety, 29 in the slot, and one at corner. I mean, he had to learn a lot of stuff and know a lot of different things there, of course, of that game. They moved Springer around a ton. They they moved Keydron Smith, who has who has found a home at safety. He was okay at corner, but he's really moving moving Keydron Smith inside has changed his game. Um, and they've been talking about it the entire time. AJ Finley is just a good football player. He's gotten better every single year. AJ Finley is an All SEC football player. Yeah, he just has consistently every day gotten a little better and a little better and a little better. And you look up and does a little of everything. He had thirteen in the box, twenty nine at free safety, twenty six in the slot, two at corner on uh, on Monday. So again, you can see, but they they're moving these guys around really well out of the three two six right now. And the young guys are going to come along. I mean, you know, they were heart rate was jacked up. They were excited, nervous, and anxious, and every other word you can come up with because it's a first game. It's your first college game. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do the whole. Oh, I got it. I'm cool. No, your your heart's coming out of your chest. What's well, like, I mean, you know, look, it, it is what it is. And Ole Miss has a, a kicker that they put on scholarship and they were going to use him to kick. But in some ways, that's kind of – I feel bad for Kell Nation. I mean, you come in, you get one extra point, you're probably nervous as hell, finally getting an opportunity, you miss it. That's it. It's like, okay, you know, it's gone. Yeah, the kid's better. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. I mean, it's not even a, yeah. a, a situation. I mean, Costa might give them a kicker for four years where they don't have to worry about this, which is – it's been Gary Wonderlick since that was the case for the Rebels. He was pretty automatic. 47 looked good. Um the one right before the half kind of had a little weird look to it. It but. did, but I wrote this this morning to the point of I almost didn't – I mean, obviously you they have to kick kick it there, but that is that tight, weird angle from the hat. Like, that's a that's a strange kick. That's, sure. a, that's a harder kick than much farther back in the middle of the field. Um, While we're talking DBs, by the way, uh-huh. two guys that – well, one got an interception, so he got a lot of talk, and that was Prince and his story about coming back and all that. Sure. He's also a really good football player. And then the other guy that never gets talked about, in large part because he's just sort of workmanlike, okay. is Dean Leonard. I, I I was annoyed with my own coverage when I looked at those snap counts because Dean Leonard played a lot of snaps. And I mentioned to you the other day, I did not mention him the entire camp. I never said Dean Leonard. You, you said you wrote about him a couple yeah, I times. Did. Dean Leonard played 63 snaps on Monday. He's just real steady. He's, he's not flashy. He doesn't do... You know, he doesn't act like your typical corner. He just sort of plays. But, man, he's he locks down his part of the field and really frees them up to use some of those more versatile, explosive guys like Otis Reese. You can move them around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kedron Smith, Jake Springer. Yeah. Man, they're just a lot different on defense. Like, I, I don't want to go crazy with it because at the end of the day, they gave up 355 yards and they did give up 24 points. Chance talks about that in the in the um, the interview that that's posted it um, on the site and on our YouTube channel. You know, like, hey, they probably lost their edge a little bit. Got to got to learn how to finish. 
There's a process. The process, I think his words were, the process of becoming a great defense is a process. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't, oh, hey, boom, we're great. Yeah. Hey, boom, we figured out this killer instinct. No, and it, it takes a minute. And so there's, there's work to be done. But I got to tell you, they're further along after one game than I thought they would be defensively. They were well coached. They executed. They were in the right place for the most point. I mean, they're still going to get outmanned a little bit because, yeah, they're not a top 15 defense now oh, no, or anything. No. But I mean, they're not Georgia, and they're not going to be Georgia. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. But no, I mean, look, you can get a lot of you can get a lot of work done just knowing your assignments and being there and having enough speed, as I mentioned on Monday night, to not look like a bad tackling team because you just can't get to the freaking spot fast enough and you are grabbing with arms because you don't have the, the speed and the quickness. They they're faster. They can get where they need to get. Well, you saw some of that when Chance Campbell went out late. Yeah, I mean, I you know I think he probably got not gassed. That's not the right word. I mean, I think he was just you and know he had the thing. Had, it was he's. Elbow was gashed up a little bit. Yeah. Supposedly they put an IV bag or two in him, but he probably wasn't the only guy that. No. no. First got, game. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure he was. I'm sure his heart rate was rocking a little bit early. Yeah. You couldn't tell it watching him on the field, but I know he was. He talked about it. His parents were there. He was excited. A little geeked up. Yeah. He was excited to play his first game for his new team in Atlanta in in a NFL stadium with his his family there, and I mean you know all that stuff. So I'm sure the heart rate was pumping mm-hmm. so those guys got gassed a little bit and then you got to give some credit to Malik Cunningham and I said this on on the interview with Chance I'll say it again here it would have been real easy for him to go hey tonight's not my night and there was one play that sticks out for him because it involved Chance it was a fourth and five and Ole Miss had it defended really well and Malik Cunningham just sort of willed them to a first down. Mm-hmm. And I think that resulted in points at the end of the drive. And I thought you got to give a lot of credit to that kid. He played his ass off. I mean, they, he tried too. And down 26 to nothing and then 36 to 10 yeah. or whatever. It would have been easy to go, hey, screw it. We play again in what, five nights? Let's just – I'm not getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do that. And I thought if you're a Louisville fan – there aren't a lot of positives to take out of that game. But, Malik but that's going. one. That kid is an absolute gamer. Yeah, and I thought he had on the ball pretty well. I, mean, I know he threw the pick to Prince, but for the most part I thought that some of the turnover issues that were dumb from the year before he had cleaned up. I mean, he, he, was, yeah. he was fine. I that thought that was point. really his only bad decision. Yeah. And there, there was a lot of times that, you know, because we had the two TVs in here and we had the one on the, the all. The 22. Whatever thing. ESPN yeah. calls it. And a lot of times there was just nowhere to go with the ball. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, look at rankings in a second. We'll tell you about community mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. You're getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. We're also brought to you by Walk-On's Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. Quality fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. Coming soon in November, it's Walk-On's Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant, 1737B University Avenue in Oxford. We're also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove. Get a 35% discount on any products from the site. And free shipping on one hundred dollars 
or more on your order. Muddy Water has several new products on the site. Their brand new Muddy Water uh, Lady Camo Apparel is out as well. So go to Muddy Water Outdoors, enter the promo code Rebel Grove, get 35% off. You can go to deadsoxy.com and enter the same promo code, Rebel Grove, at checkout. Get 25% off your entire order, including their new, um, I think they have to call them the college line socks. Some of the Ole Miss socks are um, pretty cool. If you are an Ole Miss fan and you've not tried Dead Soxy, now's the time. Go to Dead Soxy, check out that new uh, collection, the clipboard flying in the air, the uh, the Archie Manning socks. They can't call them that, but I can. Yeah. It's deadsoxy.com, D-E-A-D-S-O-X-Y.com. It's a tailgating weekend, the Grove open on Saturday, and uh, it's not too late to get in touch with the people at 7 South Tailgating. You don't have to commit to the full season to sign up for 7 South Services. They offer single-game packages and still have availability for all seven home games. 7 South provides the equipment, secures the spot, sets everything up for you, they also offer unloading assistance, food beverage delivery on game day, and more. The single game packages are great for those just wanting to uh, tailgate for a game or two. They start at $225 per game for non-league, $325 per game for the SEC games. 7SouthTailgating.com, 662-321-1682. And if you're in the Grove, there's a decent chance. I mean, not everybody, of course. There's a decent chance you're going to pour one. Be a perfect time to t- uh, check out those game changer patch systems. They have the they're the only two patch system available on the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking uh, to recover while you sleep. The all natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. Today's the last day to get registered for their uh, giveaway. Uh, all Game Changer patch orders placed online through the website through today will be entered to win an officially licensed Ole Miss branded Yeti Roadie 24 hard-sided cooler and a home run bundle of four packs of warm-up and four packs of overtime. There are also free chances to enter the giveaway, including leaving a product review or following them on Instagram. The link is at rebelgrove.com. You can also access it on the Game Changer website in the drop-down menu. It's gamechangerpatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 25% off your purchase. Seeing here, and this is a lot of confidence in in the kid to be entertaining. I mean, it's not like we're all Walter Cronkite by any stretch of the imagination, but Alabama quarterback Bryce Young to host a podcast for Colin Cowherd's The Volume as college players start inking media deals. Uh, Young's a superstar. He's very charismatic. That's, a, that's an interesting one right there. Yeah, he's very bright. Great player, really good looking kid, the whole deal. He's, I mean, he's. Tell you what, too, and he's I think got it's something. Money coming his way. I think it's something, too, to mention is that, I mean, we've seen it from different, I mean, over the, not, not anybody specific, I mean, over the last 12 years, the trust in these kids to just show up and do these things on schedules and, and, yeah. and follow real world. But, Athletes have such a regimented schedule anyway. It's just kind of part of I mean, I would trust them more than the normal student to make sure they're exactly where they're supposed to be because, my God, they have to be 340 days a year almost. Well, I mean, it's part of your pro prep. Yeah. If you're going to be a pro, like with Chance, I've, it's been easy. And now that we're finally to the portion of the season that is regular, because, you know, you had camp and then you had 
hey, we're playing on a Monday, not Saturday. And then, hey, we're turning around playing mm-hmm. on Saturday after playing on Monday. But finally, we're going to start playing Saturdays. Um, yeah, we've, we've already locked down a time that we're going to talk. And he, you know, that's, I think that's, that is how they're wired. A guy like Bryce Young's probably gets up every day and has his planner. And it's, yeah, I mean, 18 hours probably a day. Yeah. Documented with something. So just something there. Yeah, the volume. I didn't even know that was a thing, but apparently it is. It is a uh, Colin Coward vehicle, if you uh, if you will. Be interesting to see what he talks about on that podcast. A lot of times athletes like to get on there and try to talk about things that aren't sports. Um, That was just mentioned. I thought I saw him, but I guess I didn't. Miles Battle, zero snaps. I don't know. I mean, I guess other I people, got nothing. Other people are ahead of him. I thought he looked good in camp, but it shows you what I know about football. So I don't. I don't know. And he might be hurt. Could be. Could be not a hundred percent. Malone. Malone's not I mean, ready it's to possible play. Possible. He was one of the fifteen that had to test. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there yeah. were fifteen dudes that had to take some tests on Friday or Saturday morning. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. So. And they don't tell us that. Yeah. And so we we'll can... see what the week looks like. But yeah, as I'm reading that, there was no Miles Battle. And people keep asking about Taiwan Malone. Look, I haven't seen him since the first week, second week, of second camp. week of camp. Yeah, but that the guy that was walking around the second week of camp was nowhere close to ready to play. Mm-hmm. So Ole Miss again at number twenty in the AP top twenty-five. Um, I do I do appreciate College Poll Tracker. You can go there. You can see where every individual media member ranked Ole Miss in the uh, thing, but. On uh, on message board, they have the rivals message board linked as the message board for Ole Miss athletics. So I appreciate that to uh, College oh, Poll Tracker there. Thank you. Yeah, just seeing that at the top of the page as I'm as I'm scrolling down. It's very kind. Um, Ole Miss at twenty uh, at twenty here. A lot of t- a lot of the, the majority have them kind of like seventeen to twenty or something like that. I had them fifteen. Uh, and them fifteen. Mm-hmm. They their highest is uh, thirteen. That is their highest vote. That I can is see by, that. Uh, that is by Robert Cessna. Robert Cessna is um, the A&M beat writer for the Bryan College Station Eagle. Yeah, I have no problem with that. Actually, I started thinking when I did my poll, mm-hmm. I started thinking about Ole Miss at 12. Okay. I had Alabama, Georgia. And again, now I could never be a poll voter. I could never. You could never. No, we're tr- given a very biased format here. You could never trust me because I am such a fan. I mean – I am decked out, Ole Miss gear, head to toe, every day, all day. Uh, my kids, I told my kids all along, you go any place but Ole Miss and it's on you, and I disown you. Um, I mean, we will be in the Grove, Laura and I, 2 in the morning Saturday. We'll be there all day long. I just, just. So I, I could never have a ballot. But if I did, I had Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma. I had Texas A&M 5. I had Notre Dame 6, Clemson 7. I had Iowa 8 because I'm higher on them than a lot of people. Oregon 9, Iowa State 10, Cincinnati 11. Okay. And then after that, I started getting into this mix of teams. Penn State, UCLA, USC, Ole Miss, Texas, Kentucky, Florida, Utah. I think you can put those teams sort of in a hat. Yeah. Just take your pick. And pull them out wherever. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I'm cool with it at this point in the season. I don't know how you could make a real comprehensive argument for – Texas over USC or vice versa right now. Um, ben Portnoy, the only person to have Ole Miss 14th. He is the South Carolina beat writer for the Charlotte Observer, um, which I did not know South Carolina had a beat writer for the Charlotte Observer, but nonetheless. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. 
uh, at 16 for five different media members, including Cecil Hurt. He is in the in there at 16. Bennett Conlon, Chuck Carlton, Jordan Hill, and Pete Martini are the others. I don't know. I don't know any of these people. Chuck Carlton's the only one I, I recognize. Chuck's there. still in Dallas? I think so, yeah. yeah. So. so the Texas people very high on Lane Kiffin and the Rebels here at, uh, at 13 and 15. Uh, Glenn Gilbo, one of the 17s on the list. A lot of 18s, including John Clay, who covers uh, Kentucky. And then uh, as you get down to it, a couple at 24, a couple at 25. And then I don't understand, and this is not even like a homer thing at all, I don't really get how you can watch the games over the weekend and had everybody else do what they did. There are still 11 people who do not have Ole Miss ranked. And I don't really get that one. No. That's hard to buy. Because uh, – <sighs> No, I don't. I don't know how you get there, including one person who actually dropped Ole Miss from twenty three to unranked from preseason to last week. Who's that? <laughs> uh, I mean, who is that? I want to know because I'm curious. Darren Haynes. Well, who does he work for? I'm looking. He is a TV reporter in Washington D.C. This is what drives me crazy. And again, the AP poll doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Okay, the AP poll doesn't matter. Doesn't at the end of the day. It's enter- entertainment purposes only. Okay. But why are you giving a ballot to a TV reporter in Washington, D.C.? Because let's talk about what's going on in Washington, D.C., in that media market. You got the Washington football team, the Redskins. Sorry. Until they come up with a new name, I'm just going to call them that. You got the Wizards mm-hmm. getting ready for camp. Mm-hmm. All the Bradley Beal storylines going on with the Wizards. You've got... Um, the Nationals, they just unloaded Scherzer. Yep. You, you've got all this stuff going on with the, with the Nationals as they finish the season. Sure. You've got a hockey team. It's pretty popular there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big time. Um, you're telling me that this guy is watching a lot of college football? Truly watching a lot of college football? He doesn't have time. What's his story on Saturday every single week in Washington starting this Saturday? Hey, the Washington football team yeah. plays tomorrow. Yeah. It's not, hey, the local college did whatever. He's yeah. not covering Maryland. Yeah, so he might keep a, take a look at Maryland. And, but if he is covering college football, he's got to go to Maryland mm-hmm. or he's got to go to Virginia Tech or yeah, whatever. whoever the hell else they cover. Yeah, sure. You're telling me that guy's really locked in? The answer is hell no. Yeah, so his ballot has six extreme votes in it. He has Oklahoma ahead of Georgia um, as one of them. Or not as one of the extremes, but just as I'm reading down the list. Um, and then he still has Carolina at 14. Uh, How? This is my point. So this is what the AP does. This is what drives me nuts about our crappy field, and I hate journalism. I do. I hate all of us. We do this thing. Oh, well, boy, he works for the Washington. Now, he makes him – that gives him – I can name 100 people out there that would be a better voter than him. Pretty much any – Media member south of Virginia, but you don't even have to be south. Well, I know, but you know what I mean. I but mean, here's, like, the, here's the problem with the beat: you don't give beat writers a vote. Who's the Mississippi voter? Uh, I think it's Robbie Falk. I'm not 100, percent but I think and so it's Robbie right. spends his Saturday covering Mississippi State. Yeah, I did this when I covered Auburn one year, and I was a beat writer. I was, I was covering Auburn, and I had an AP ballot, and it was a nightmare. Robbie had Ole Miss 18, by the way, if anybody's curious. Yeah, it was a nightmare because I would cover Auburn, and let's say Auburn played at 2.30, mm-hmm. okay? So I'm getting to Jordan-Hare at noon, 
I'm at the mercy of whatever TVs are on in the, in the stadium. And, and Auburn did a good job of putting the other stuff on. But as soon as Auburn's pregame started at 1.30, mm-hmm. all the TVs would go to that. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. So I'm now having to scramble at starting at 1.30. Auburn kicked off at 2.30. I'm covering Auburn. Their game would end at 5.45, 6 o'clock. I'd go down, do the media stuff, come back up and write. We'll take a guess at about what time I finished filing. Sure. About 10.30. I mean, I'm locked into my content. I'm calling my office in, in Mobile. Hey, do you guys have it? Any questions? You know, I, I typically get the give us 30 minutes. And I'd say, okay. At that point, I'd kind of walk around the press box and find a TV and maybe watch the end of the 7 o'clock game. But I would get back to the hotel. I haven't seen – I saw Auburn play and I saw whoever Auburn played. I haven't seen the other games. The only time I ever felt decent about it was when Auburn played a late game and I could watch games throughout the day. But even then, I'm scrambling to websites and stuff to figure out what happened and who happened. It's Again, it doesn't matter. But the way that they do it with this bunch of beat writers and stuff who cover it is flawed. I really want to see – and give me one second on him because I, I want to check something. I'm curious if he just turned in. No, no, no. This is actually his freaking poll. I was about to say, I wonder if he was late and just turned in his preseason poll. But no, no this is they never... won't let you do that. Okay. Because the people in New York, when you send it, they get it. And if they notice a discrepancy, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, they'll call you and go, hey, did, you, you, sure about did you mean to do this? Yeah. My point being, I thought maybe he just filled out the same as the preseason because of how bad this poll is. But, no, he actually did it differently because he dropped LSU and had some different stuff. Mm-hmm. Miami at 17 still. If that's the case, then Alabama go ahead and hand him a trophy. Um, yeah, if Miami's the 17th best <laughs> team in the country, the season's over. Um, he still has Indiana at 20. No. Um, See, that's that's crap. Uh, that's crap. You can't. You couldn't watch Indiana get steamrolled by Iowa. Where do you put Iowa? Uh, 13. That makes no sense. Uh, he has UCLA at 23, LSU still at 24. Come on. And ULL at 25. Wait a minute. Hold up. Yep. He left LSU in his – did he put Auburn in there? Uh, No. So he didn't put Auburn in. Uh Uh-uh. He put LSU in just one spot behind the team that steamrolled their ass in in Pasadena. That's correct, yes. And he left Louisiana Lafayette in there after they got absolutely demolished by Texas. That's correct. Come on. That's correct. But he's AP. AP. I need to pull up his Twitter profile. I got so many guesses as to what's in it. <laughs> I don't know. I bet he's got pronouns. You think so? I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. Uh, hold on. What's his name? We'll find him again. Uh, no, there's no... Uh, no Twitter profile? Yeah, no, there's no pronouns. No pronouns. What's his Twitter profile? He's a former uh, ESPN Sports Center anchor. Oh, who wow. Knew? Oh, who knew? Yeah. Uh, nine-time Emmy winning. Oh. Sports director, anchor, WUSA 9. Former Ooh. ESPN Sports Center anchor. Mm-hmm. Man of God, father, husband, Hall of Famer. Mm. Uh, some fraternity letters that I don't know. And UConn fan. UConn fan. Yeah. Okay. He did not rank the Huskies. I would think not. So, also still has a tweet pinned on his profile from November 2015. 
What is the tweet? Do you know how OCD I would be if I had to leave a tweet pinned on my Twitter profile from 15? Like, that would drive me. I've never even pinned a tweet. That would drive me bonkers. I mean, I've, I've pinned some, like, we had events coming up or yeah. something where, hey, let's make sure yeah. this gets seen. But, yeah, like. He's won Emmys. By God. That's like when people in the small states put up sports writer of the year. I'm like, there were four people that ran for it. Nobody else, nobody else tried. He got recruited by Connecticut, obviously, because he's talking about Rangy Edsel recruiting him. Mm. Okay. Yeah. He still put LSU and ULL in his poll. That's correct, yes. And not Ole Miss. That's correct. Not Auburn. That's correct. Iowa only jumped to 13, yet uh, Indiana stayed where they were. Uh, somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah. A little update there. Uh, podcast brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. The uh, bus tour is coming back this Friday, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. You can uh, call. You can make reservations for that. If you do that, you also get $100 off a pair of Blue Delta jeans. Tunes around town on Friday, 5 to 7, three different locations to listen to uh, some musical acts around the square, get some ice cream, get some desserts, get some carryout, and uh, hang out and listen to the music. So, again, visit OxfordMS.com slash events for all the local going on every single week. Chet has a really good point in the thread. Mm-hmm. Cuomo also won an Emmy. Oh, well. I mean, they give Emmys to everybody. Yeah. We should try for an Emmy. We should make that our goal. Okay. To somehow get an Emmy. Got to get on TV. Yeah. I don't want to. That's like having a poll at this point. If they called and said, do you want to be the voter? I'd be like, nah, I'm good. A lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's extra. Are you paying me? Nope. I'm good. Uh, we're brought to you by ACS, Clay McNutt, and uh, the people in Baldwin, Mississippi, complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation recognized system integrator. It's ACSLLCMS.com or call them at 662-601-4381. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson, Mississippi. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam Cox and B.B. Mitchell are Ole Miss graduates. They utilize their unique skill sets to execute on assignments and increase value for their clients. Uh, You can get in touch with them and learn about uh, different properties that they service, including the village at Madison, for example, which is located on the corner of Madison Parkway and Main Street in Madison, Mississippi. If you'd like to learn more, get in touch with them, 601-586-3220. Chase mentioned Blue Delta Jeans. You can go to BlueDeltaJeans.com, use their virtual tailor, and get measured and design your newest jeans in just a couple minutes. And Blue Delta will make sure you're looking great for the first kick of football season in September. It's uh, Rebel Rebel Grove is the promo code. Promo code Rebel Grove. Get 10% off your purchase at BlueDeltaJeans.com. It's a great time of year. To get a pair of Blue Delta's cotton genos in the works, so don't miss out. We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. Lamons, located at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford, has been serving the Oxford area for um, more than 73 years. From engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more, Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. It's LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662 234 2777. We'll have hand-raised guys Thursday night. It's hard to believe it's already Wednesday. It feels like a Monday. Uh, We'll have hand-raised guys Thursday night. That's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air and Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Same company, 
Different names, same company. If you're Oxford, Tupelo, surrounding area, get in touch with Comer. If you live in uh, Memphis, uh, Hernando, South Haven, that area, get in touch with the people at uh, Southern. 662-801-1777. Make sure that uh, all your heating and cooling systems are in tip-top shape and uh, ready to roll. Again, 662-801-1777. I think we're going to tape a soft verbal podcast tomorrow. That's brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop rebel shop, two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com, plus find them on Instagram. And we'll be taping a mind on my money tomorrow. That's brought to you by Pinnacle. Go to mypinwealth.com to learn more about uh, Pinnacle, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. Podcast also brought to you by NE Spark. That's Northeast Spark, NESPRC dot com, six six two two three eight three one five nine. Two internet packages, the Ignite one hundred Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world class broadband, phone service, parental controls, network security, wireless mesh extender, and more. Again, that number six six two two three eight three one five nine. Yeah, grind. Uh, welcome to Mississippi. They get they people around the country get those two schools mixed up nonstop. Talking which about two? Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Yeah. Grind says, how can someone think they're the same school? I'm dying laughing. Yeah, no, it it uh it happens. Is Mississippi it, State's final four shirts in '96 had Ole Miss on them. What's weird is like I don't think we down here get like Arizo- Michigan, Michigan State, or like yeah, whatever. Arizona, yeah, Arizona yeah, yeah. State. Do we get those? I don't get like Utah, Utah State confused. No, I'm, I'm, I guess the only one that maybe I sometimes get confused is like North Dakota and North Dakota State. Well, okay, but they're FCS schools. Like, I mean, I'm you just, still don't. I'm just trying to come up with examples. I mean, I don't, I don't get. I mean, you're not going okay, Cal or Stanford? Who is no, that? like, and, and, and I mean, and that would be almost excusable. Or SC UCLA, they're across the street from one another, basically. Basically, like, okay. yeah. I mean, I don't get them confused. Nah, I, I got nothing. It's weird. It's lazy is what it is. Yeah, like I couldn't I, – I, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you which South Dakota school was which, but who cares? Like, it doesn't That's, really To me, it's lazy. Like everyone – like, ha, ha, ha. No, it's kind of lazy on your part. I don't see how you get it through enough people like with graphics being wrong where somebody's like, hey, no, dumbass. Like that's not that. Like – Oh, you didn't hear about the – because we could do this. What are you talking about? You didn't hear about the, the line of people in rural Oklahoma that were waited outside the emergency room I with, saw gun, the, uh, with gunshot I, yeah, wounds? I saw the thread. Well, no, but even that is a little different. Whereas, look, that's ridiculous. I'm not saying it's better or worse or anything else. Checks and balances. My point, I guess, is truly to God, multiple people are seeing the graphics, though, right? Like in that story, I assume that's a 21-year-old intern that's in charge of digital stimulation or whatever you want to call it. And, like, you know, there you go. Um, yeah, there are people that are in charge of looking at it, but they don't look at it. Yeah. They just hit the button. Also going to win an Emmy. Going to win an Emmy. That is a good point out of the stream. The entertainers feel the need to have a thousand competitions where they all give themselves awards. There's so many different... Oh, yeah. organizations yeah which frankly it's just kind of smart like if, if every time you get one you get a little more pay or a little more notoriety i mean we'll create a ton of them i mean we ought to just create some award shows and give ourselves awards and we should that put would them everywhere. actually be really funny like the dundies yeah exactly the grovies give some give some awards prepare speech the nominees are the envelope please best recruiting writer yeah, yeah exactly 
think it's a good idea. <laughs> Put it all over our Twitter account. Nine-time Groby winner. <laughs> that would be funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a, it's not even the Jameis thing. I've got a weird feeling. I'm, I, saw, I saw you put him in the playoffs. The Saints now yesterday have released Latavius Murray, who still has got some tread on the tires. I mean, he's not a bad NFL running back at all. I, I, know, I know shelf life is very small in the NFL for running backs, but the Saints asked him to take a reduction in pay. He refused, and they cut him. Okay. Tony Jones, now the backup running back for the Saints. The beat writer for the Utah Jazz? Just as well. I, I'm a little concerned. Just, 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 th- there is a, there is an organizational something that is <laughs> kind of bugging me a little bit here as this thing moves forward. I, I, I don't, I feel like we're, we're running the asylum a little bit right now. Who do the Saints open with? Uh, the Packers in Jacksonville. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So they're displaced, and they cut the backup running back who got a lot of carries last year because they didn't want to pay him the $3.15 million. I mean. The winner of Neil's picks could get a Grovey every year. That's not In addition idea. to, like, the championship of the whole world. I'm sure there's some trophy store around here. You can get those trophies for, like, 18 bucks, like we give the Little League team. Yeah, just go year. buy the clearance trophies. Yeah, whatever they are. You got some extra trophies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one's got a pool table on it. One's got whatever. There's just a collection of of, of whatever. <laughs> hey, you know they got some clearance trophies back there. Hey, will you sell these to me in bulk? Yeah. If I buy 20 of these clearance trophies, how much are they going to cost? Yeah, like $37. <laughs> yeah, Tony Jones, uh, he appeared in one game for the Saints last year. He is a... Uh, he's an undrafted... He was an undrafted rookie out of Notre Dame last year. So, yeah, awesome. You're nervous, it, aren't you? It, it, I don't even know if I'm nervous. I'm expecting such poor play that it just is what it is. I, I tell you, I, and, and you'll get this completely. I'm worried, and I, I meant to text Rose this yesterday, and I forgot. I'm worried we're about to go into purgatory where they just go eight and nine, nine and eight, over and over and over and over and over again, which is the worst. Because he to might be. be too good of a coach to go four and thirteen. That's what I'm saying. If we're going, if we're going to suck, let's suck. I mean, I lived through a lot of Drew Brees years there at one point where there was like eh, eight and eight because the defense was so bad. Well, it's like Carson and I were driving back from Tupelo last night after his soccer practice. We had Cubs Reds on, mm-hmm. and the Cubs kind of started to come back in the eighth inning, and he's like, uh-uh, let's lose. Let's get the fourth pick. I'm like, if you can figure that out. But a lot of organizations can't do it. they just too competitive. Look, I think the Saints are – a nine and eight, ten and seven team that makes the playoffs and loses in the first round, and I'm going to be honest, that's approaching purgatory. Oh, that's bad, especially in today's NFL. Yeah, where seven teams make it and whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's why I was really frustrated by the the change because it's a division that can be tough at times, and I hate. I mean, it's not even the extra game. I hate the fact that only one team gets a bye. Hate it. Like that. That that is probably the biggest sports change over the last. 10 years that I have no agreement with whatsoever. I, I don't understand it. I don't like it. And I think it, it harms the product. Yeah. Cause you can be 13 and four, 14 and three and having to play a first round game. Yes. Against a hot team. Yeah. That the, only the one team getting a bye to me is a, is a major issue. I thought that was a bad thing. And I mean, I understand why they did it considering what they've done, but frankly, I, one of the things I don't like about the NBA playoffs is how many teams it is. I, I don't necessarily like an extra team in the playoffs. I liked it at six. 
Seven doesn't do anything for me. I don't mind it at eight. I'm not. I'm not in love with the little play-in tournament. Mm, yeah. I mean, I rarely agree with LeBron on stuff, but I agree with him when he says this is stupid. Ten has to play nine, and then the winner has to play eight. So you bust your ass. You're the eight seed. It's going to be hard enough, and now you got to beat some young team in a in a single game. And if you lose it, your season's down to one game. I don't. I don't like that. Never did. But they're trying to get away. They're trying to decentivize tanking. Well, sure. I understand the purpose. But in football, that's not really. I mean, there's tanking on the very bottom, but that's still happening. Like this is not fixing that. There's only one way to prevent tanking: a lottery, and make the entire draft a lottery. And now that's not. That's the feasible. only way. That's not feasible. But. What's feasible? People wouldn't want to do it because it would, well, it would lead to so many Uh, theories and stuff because the one year that the. the, And there's too much chance there. I mean, if you're bad, you literally could have no hope. You could go 27, 22, 23, and three years ago, okay, well, I mean, what are we even doing? Yeah. But it would lead teams, well, like in basketball, it would lead teams to go, hey, this doesn't work. Let's go sign some veterans and and compete. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there are a handful of NBA teams every year. And frankly, there's some Major League Baseball teams every year that are like, eh. I mean, one of the, one of the things that's going to come up in the, in the Major League Baseball uh, conversations, the labor conversations, is going to be a spending floor. Not just the cap, but the floor. Because you got teams that are like, hey, well, screw it. Let's just spend as little as possible. Mm-hmm. A guy that has had such a reputation, Mark F- Mark Few pulled over for drunk driving this week, was arrested. Oh, really? Yeah. The Gonzaga coach? Yeah, stupid in general, drunk driving. I mean, especially in today's world where you're on your phone or whatever, Mark Few obviously can afford an Uber or anything else and get an app on the phone. But something that, I mean, look, it's not going to get him fired at Gonzaga. It's not necessarily going to change a long-term reputation or anything. But as far as just being... A dumb, scary, stupid thing for a guy that has been 100% upstanding in every way during his tenure in Spokane. It's an, it's an interesting thing this week. He uh, he was on vacation. He was pulled over Monday shortly after 8 p.m. in a uh, popular vacation destination in Idaho, uh, Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He was there. Um, he was driving erratically and speeding. Upon pulling over, he had several signs of intoxication and refused to complete field sobriety tests. His blood alcohol content samples were 0.119 and 0.120. Okay. The legal limit is 0.08 for yep. an, an, an adult. Um, he called it a lap, lapse of judgment. He's got a quote. The AD's got a quote. Um, he's been at Gonzaga since 1999, still has not won a title. They deserve a title. I kind of pull it for Gonzaga every time they sure. get the Final Four now just to, to get one. They were much more palatable than Baylor. I was kind of pulling for the Zags in that one. Although when you watch Davion Mitchell in the summer league, and I know you didn't, I, yeah. I, I did. Um, <laughs> you're like, oh, I kind of, I kind of see how it happened. That dude can play. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. You know, people make mistakes. Yeah, not crucifying some over one thing. Just in 2021, the drunk driving one kind of goes. That really is just a lapse in judgment because it's just stupid in 2021. Yeah, because it's so easily avoidable. I mean, yeah, there's so many ways to not make that. Uber, Lyft, 
whatever. Yeah, especially wherever he was at. I mean, plenty of ways to yeah to get where you're going. So I don't know what happened to Andy Reid's kid. What ended up happening? To um, that? he was charged. I think a trial. I think a trial's upcoming. Okay. Hey, what did someone ask in the thread? What did you think about uh, Fauci's comments yesterday about college football? I thought it was interesting. I did not see the direct quote. What was it? Uh, that it wasn't safe, wasn't smart. smart. I thought it was interesting that after an entire baseball season of crowds mm-hmm. all over the country, college football is what got him triggered. Because people started social mediaing all the student sections? What do you think? I don't know. Well, and the NFL season starts Thursday. I'm guessing it's going to be a pretty big crowd in Tampa for Bucks Cowboys. A little bit, yeah. I, I wondered what it was because I'll be honest, not it's not getting political. I, I I don't think there's any way you can look at the crowds in Blacksburg, Virginia, Tallahassee, Florida, Madison, Wisconsin, Los Angeles, California, mm-hmm. Austin, Texas, College Station, Texas, Auburn, Alabama. Pick your place. I don't know how you can look at those crowds all over the country, Iowa City. And not think a lot of people are like, hey, man, we're done. Not doing this anymore. I mean, we'll, we'll play the games, but we don't, really, we don't really take you seriously anymore. And he comes out on CNN. Because here's what's interesting to me. I don't think ABC can do this. ABC, ESPN, Disney. I don't think they can go back to the, hey, it's not safe for crowds. You can't, on one hand, be the broadcast network that's promoting this. I don't know. Like, you know. Yeah, you can't show jump around and then go, oh, well, these guys are whatever, whatever. Well, ABC, yeah, yeah. right, has the, yeah. the, the ESPN, ABC has yeah, the, sure. the, the Florida State-Notre Dame game the other night where it's packed in Tallahassee. You can't show the crowds and be like, man, it's great to be back, isn't it? Woo, college football, here we go. And then, and then turn around, David Muir, tonight, the coronavirus, the Moo variant. I mean, I, it doesn't work. There's a, there's a juxtaposition that just doesn't jive. And so he had to go to CNN, which doesn't broadcast sports, obviously, and do the. It's just not. It's yeah, just I, not. Safe. I don't think it's smart. Outdoors is always better than indoors. But even when you have such a congregate setting of people close together, you should be vaccinated. And when you do have congregate settings, particularly indoors, you should be wearing a mask. Is uh, Fauci's quote there? But he says that I don't think it's safe. Yeah. I don't think it's safe to go to football games. Well, I got news for you, champ. Everybody's going to football games. Like this weekend, the Grove is going to be. Busy. Pretty busy. Mm-hmm. Very busy. Mississippi State's got LSU coming in next weekend? I have no idea. Are they? Okay. Uh, I think so. Let's see. i try to keep it up here. We hadn't even talked about the games this week, but I mean, like, next week. Next week, Alabama goes to Florida. I'm going to tell you that Gainesville's going to be crazy. Uh, Memphis, then LSU. Auburn goes to Penn State. University Park, Pennsylvania, is going to be nutty. Georgia goes to uh, South Carolina goes to Georgia. You can only imagine what Athens will look like that day. Sure. Uh, Tulane comes here. Memphis and Mississippi State. There'll be a big crowd in Memphis for Mississippi State. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. You know. I, I. I don't know how you can sit there and say that if you're him. It's not safe. Okay, so in a couple of weeks when nothing happens from any of these events, and we've had lots of these events now, when nothing happens from any of these events. I went to a Cubs-Reds game in Cincinnati. There were 40,000 people there. Mm-hmm. It's been two months now. What's the difference? It was 40,000 people. 
Nobody was wearing a mask except for the one lady behind me. Yeah, you're just not having outdoor spread events at all. So nothing happens. So why do you keep saying that? It's a credibility loss, frankly. Well, frankly, yeah, at this point, there's a lot of just ignoring, um, which is a sad statement and all the way around. But, yeah, that's kind of where it's uh, where it's at. What is, our, what is our games tomorrow night? What do we have on Thursday while I'm uh, playing for the Bills? What's, what, what, what do we have? Uh, I know we have Bucks-Cowboys. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, let's see what college games we have. I'm not sure. None, none in picks, but let me, let me pull it up. Let's see what we got. Yep. While you're doing that, I'll tell you about G&M Pharmacy and Tyson Drugs, 662-236-2222. Remember, if you're a state or school employee and the state is signed with an insurance provider who uses CVS Caremark, that is a PBM, a pharmacy benefit manager, do not confuse that with CVS Pharmacy. Still a lot of that going around. You don't have to do anything. If your uh, insurance card has CVS on it, you're still good to go at any of your local pharmacies, including Tyson Drugs and G&M. So take advantage of your local pharmacy. Again, they deliver locally in the Oxford area and offer much more at 662-236-2222. This is where college football is smart. Yep. They knew what Thursday night was in the NFL. It's their day. It's, yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do? Yeah. You're going to go up against Bucks, Cowboys? Cowboys? Yeah. No. Good. So there's no Thursday night games. There's four Friday games. Kansas at Coastal Carolina. Ooh, get your tickets now. North Carolina A&T at Duke. North Dakota, not North Dakota State, at Utah, which is not Utah State. I'm, I'm sorry, North Dakota's at Utah State. It's not North Dakota State at Utah. North so Dakota. the Aggies and the Fighting Sioux or whatever they are now. Um, yeah. I don't think they're the Sioux anymore. They got rid of that nickname, but I don't know what their new nickname is. And then UTEP at Boise State. Those are your four Friday games. So they got the hell out of the way. Yeah, which yeah. is smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of like the way they do it. NFL goes, hey, look, y'all take that first weekend. Have you a Sunday night game? Go for it. Have you a Monday night game? Have you a Monday night game? Go for it. (laughs) We'll send scouts. Yeah. (laughs) But listen, on Thursday, we're going to, our defending champ's going to play a game. Yeah. So do what you will. I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, (laughs) you want to put a full slate up? Go for it. But what we would recommend that you do is that you just bow out. Yeah. And then you you guys play some Friday. Play Saturday is yours. Yeah. And then we're going to start this bad boy up on Sunday. And hey, we're going to play a Monday night game and you probably shouldn't. And they kind of do it and it Yeah. Well, it's it's sports wide. I mean, the NBA gets Christmas and everybody's like, "All right, fine." Well, although the NFL is kind of going, "Yeah, well, we kind of like a Christmas game. You you good with that?" Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you, you The NBA cannot wait for Christmas to fall on a Tuesday. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Because <laughs> the NBA is like, hey, we, we we would really love that day, and the NFL goes, yeah, it's cute, it really is. I mean, we play games on Sundays, though, you know, so yeah. that's what we do. We, we, yeah, because you can almost hear the NBA going, well, you give baseball the Fourth of July. <laughs> we do. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? No, it's it's the power of the NFL yeah. from a scheduling standpoint is it, it, it's awesome. Uh, we're also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. John's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Get in touch with him. Give him some parameters. Give him a budget. He'll give you options. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, jedwards at regencytravel.net. 
Also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They have a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well at GrenadaNissanUSA.com. I'll have a mailbag up to you at some point today. It's, it's close to ready, but it's not ready. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtor, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Neil's picks will be up tomorrow, week two. We have uh, two leaders at the top and then uh, two contenders that are two games back. So another full slate of games. That's brought to you by Service Specialist with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford. Service Specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, you should contact Service Specialist. If you're a recent grad without much experience, reach out to Service Specialist. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their foot in the door with growth opportunities. Look, Mississippi's a small state, and service specialist always knows about jobs that never get advertised. So reach out to them at 662-832-5138 or servicespecialistsltd.com. Also brought to you by Alpha Specialties, located at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They are your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha, the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. They've got load trail, Hallmark cargo trailers. They can work with third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built. They've got spare tires and wheels starting at just $100, a full-service shop that can repair all types of trailers and more. So give them a call, 601 632-9798 or check them out at alphaofms.com we mentioned at the top of the show that the uh, visit with chance campbell is up that's brought to you by the rogue the rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing their stylist hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife it's a perfect something for everyone at the rogue all the best items from peter millar martin Deeman, jack victor halsey true grit and more at the rogue 4450 i-55 north in jackson or the rogue.com and we're brought to you by Joey Erickson at Heron Gear Chevrolet. Let Joey help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevy vehicles or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. Give Joey a call or text at 662-571-2367 or visit him at 1685 High Street in Jackson to test drive that new or used vehicle you've been wanting and let him earn your business. Podcast is brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates. Nickstanoxford.com with their team helping you on the buy side or the sell side of a new real estate purchase. I've used them multiple times. Give them a shot as well. Again, Nickstanoxford.com. You can see gallery view, map view, talk with agents, and much more at the website. Click the link that's in my signature or there at rebelgrub.com. Again, they sponsored the 321 content item that is up this morning with uh, six different topics from Ole Miss and Louisville and beyond. So that's 662-281-1200 or nickstanoxford.com. You know, I hate that Ole Miss has a big game that night because we could have killed one of these uh, one of these bets with, instead of doing the MAC, doing Vanderbilt-UConn on October the 2nd. Um, oh, that would could've. be just as, uh, as terrible. And that would be easy because you could just, just drive Four hours there. up in Nashville. Is that on a Thursday? It's Ole Miss Alabama night. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's Yeah, that's, not, that's, that's not, not feasible. Not really possible. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to know a score first, but yeah, not really uh, not really possible. Um, 
we don't need to be in Nashville playing around with UConn and Vanderbilt with Ole Miss potentially giving Alabama a game that no. that, 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 that evening. That doesn't feel not. like the best business decision. <laughs> it is not. So, uh, Especially when that's avoidable. I mean, if it's a family thing that you can't help but avoid, it is what it is. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we uh, What do we have? Speaking of UConn, Randy Edsel decided he was going to step down immediately. Um, as you said, there was a little bit of a mutiny going on there. You saw in, that, uh, right? In stores. Yeah. Uh, I did love how the AD sent him the email. It goes, hey, yeah, we accept your resignation, but you know you have to be my advisor until December 1st. Come on. For what? Hey, Randy, listen, I was wondering if you could tell me how to lose a team. I mean. Because at that point, he'd be great at it. Whatever happened there, that dude lost that I know he won the first time he was there and all that stuff, but, I mean, it just shows you this this retread thing where it's, oh, we'll go back to that because it worked. I mean, how's Shano doing at Rutgers? I don't mean that. that well, no, he's doing well. Yeah, and it was a different situation. That that yeah. is one where it's working. Right? Yeah, but that yeah. dude's different. He's a good coach. He's a good coach. Tennessee screwed up. Yeah, Pruitt. I just have no. Where's he now? Arkansas State. Is that right? Yeah, is that right? Is that where you went? I don't know. I mean, I just. He is at Arkansas State, isn't he? I have no clue. Is that right? Yeah, I don't know. I have a hard time keeping up with everybody. I pull over under three and a half years. Mm. I'll go over because why not? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You watched them the other night. They didn't do much. They were meh. He's got to go recruit really well now. That second quarter sucked. Hard, I know it's one quarter. But hard to let it go. Because they were dominated. Line of scrimmage. They were getting beat for a minute there. Oh, it's Butch Jones at ASU. Oh, that's right. Where'd Pruitt go? I don't know. Is he getting rehabilitated somewhere? I honestly don't know. He's in a senior defensive assistant for the New York Giants. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had that right on top of my tongue. Ginger wants to know if we've seen the Evergreen College mascot. I have not. What is it? I don't know. I mean, I'm... I didn't even know there was an Evergreen College. I'm intrigued now. Speedy the Geoduck. Okay. He looks like a frog. But he's a duck. And a Geoduck. What is a Geoduck? Well, now you're asking questions that I don't... I don't know. But he looked like a frog. You got your eye on any games this weekend? Other than, obviously, Ole Miss and Austin Yeah, State, North Carolina State. Um, It stayed as bad as I think they potentially might be. I think North Carolina State's a a, a decent club. Yeah, it's it's, it's that one. Um, Oregon, Ohio State's at 11 a.m. on Fox. Yeah, Ohio State wins. You kind of know how that plays out, I think. Yeah, that, that doesn't do anything for me. Uh... Looking at games that just catch my eye so far, not a lot. No, it's it's a weekend that's fine, but there's not a ton that does much for me. Iowa Iowa State does a lot for me. Two well, top sure. ten teams. No, that's, that's a good, that's I mean, a good yeah, game. Yeah. ABC in Ames. I, I'm going to guess Ames will be packed. Yes. I thought going into the season, Texas and Arkansas would be appealing. It's really not. I think Texas is going to roll Arkansas. No, it's – look, from an Ole Miss opponent standpoint and just covering the league, it's Tennessee, Pittsburgh, and it's State, North Carolina State. Yes. 
I am see in, kind of what that looks like. I am interested to see what Tennessee and Pittsburgh look like because I think Tennessee could get rolled. Yeah, those are the two where I just kind of want to see what, what it is. Um, but as far as like appointment viewing, no, there's very little that's appointment viewing this weekend. I mean, there's just not anything. It's a it's that week two thing after that week one good week. Because Washington, Michigan does zero for me. Now, Missouri, Kentucky moves my needle a little bit. Okay, that's fair. Like, I'm... I'm, as you know, high on Kentucky. Yeah. And so they get a little bit of a a little bit of a test with Missouri. And from a night game, we'll be on the air, or we'll be on the air at some point during the game. I do think Utah BYU is very entertaining while we're doing a show. Yeah, sure. I think that's a good game from from a from a West Coast standpoint or whatever you want to call it. I'm not Fred Smoot, so I'm not calling it West Coast, but um from from that standpoint. Well and from just watching the train go off the tracks. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt at Colorado State. If, sure. if Vanderbilt goes and gets rolled by twenty plus, well, because Colorado State lost to South Dakota last weekend, I think so. See, or South Dakota State. See, there you go. ESPN says, "See, it's hard, isn't it?" Well, I told you a minute ago. I don't know the difference between South Dakota and South Dakota State. Forty-three twenty-three, South Dakota State over Colorado State. Now, South Dakota State's usually the one. They're the one that's. I don't know. They're a good basketball program. It's the Jackrabbits. Okay. Yeah, aren't they a pretty good like March Madness? Don't they get in pretty often? I think so. Yeah, I think that's right. So, any NFL games besides? I know nothing about the NFL slate yet. No, I, so it's I'm Dallas not, at Tampa. I, Bay. I have not turned that 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 channel. We'll talk about this more later in the week. But it's Dallas at Tampa, Packers Saints. Yeah, Philly Falcons. That's nothing. Uh, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. That's okay. got nah, nah, okay. So, yeah, I'm interested. Uh, my Bengals open the season at home against the the, the uh, Vikings. They do big big opportunity for the boys in Cincy. Sure. Um, Seattle at Indianapolis, two Maybe. playoff teams, kinda. The uh, Chargers at Washington Football Team. Uh, Cleveland at Kansas City. That's a good game. That's a good game. Yeah, All right, it's three twenty-five. I'm, I'm that okay. I'm intrigued by Mac Jones. So Miami at New England's not the worst game in the world. Yeah, Green Bay, New Orleans at three twenty-five. Um, Chicago and in L.A. Bears and Rams. Yeah. the The storyline with that one is, I want to see Matt Stafford. St- Stafford and the, the other is how long are we going to do this Andy Dalton charade? Well, the Rams are really glad they're doing it right now, for sure. Then move on. And then the Monday night game. There's just one Monday night game this week. Yeah, nine out of two. You NFL's know. like, hey, let's not do this anymore. Yeah, Baltimore, it's, Vegas. Yeah, so Raiders, Ravens there in the uh, the night caps. No, it's good. I mean, it's not a bad game. No, I'm all uh, I'm all good. People watch the NFL. Yeah, so we'll get Packers Saints. We'll get Titans Cardinals. I'm getting the package this year. Are you? I like it. Mm-hmm. I'll sit in here and work on 10 thoughts and turn games on. Yeah, sure. And it works out perfectly. I, I miss red zone a lot. I haven't had red zone the last couple of years, and I miss red zone. The NFL, for what I like to do with my Sunday, is perfect. Is perfect yeah. because I'll turn the games on just kind of, and I can work. Like I'll, I'll start 10 thoughts before the first game, mm-hmm. and I try to be finished by, the, by the end of the first game. Yeah. And then at 325, I sort of shift mode. Into okay, I'm gonna chill now. Yeah, yeah. And I can go outside and light the grill and do all that stuff. Yeah. And watch a game. And then the night game, if it's entertaining, I'll stay up and watch all of it. If it's not, at the end of the third quarter, I know it's probably time to. Call, oh, it's gooey duck. It I apologize. I was just reading G E O, so I went for G O. So oh, it's gooey duck. Gooey duck. I apologize. What the hell's a gooey duck? Again, looks like a frog. I okay. Don't know. 
uh, podcast tomorrow. Well, two podcasts tomorrow, actually. We'll have uh, hand-raised guys tomorrow night. We'll be back with you tomorrow. We will uh, most likely do the Chance Campbell interview here on the podcast, but go watch it in video form. We would appreciate that. You can see, you can get a visual element to it, so that would be uh, wonderful. Lane Kiffin today at 11.45, and then um, whatever else is, is coming our way. But that's the one day of media availability this week. Yeah, so Lane's on a Zoom that. with us at 11.45. And then um, players are in the building at noon. Yeah, so, and yeah. I'm taping with, uh, let's see, I'm taping with Ben Mintz today. I'm taping with Jeffrey tonight, taping with uh, Pete tonight for the pregame show that will be shorter this week because it's just got to be. And I'm talking to Keith Carter tomorrow for that. For so that we'll show. That so we'll, well. We'll, have a, we'll have a full, and I, we'll get that up as early as possible on, uh, Friday. on Friday. Yeah. So anyway, take care. Have a good day. Be back in the morning.